I'm San Francisco Chronicle columnist Heather Knight, and you're listening to Fifth and Mission. It's one of the hardest jobs in the Bay Area right now, the executive director of the San Francisco Marin Food Bank. Hunger and poverty have skyrocketed during the pandemic, and more people than ever are lining up at the food bank for help. Longtime director Paul Ash has just retired, and Tannis Crosby will replace him. She's explaining today why she wanted the big job and her plans for feeding the Bay Area. Tannis Crosby, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Heather. Great to be here. So congratulations on your big new job as the executive director of the San Francisco Marin Food Bank. You're obviously coming in at a time of great need, and this job is going to be super demanding. So uh, why did you want to do it? Because it's so important. You know, I'm, I'm ready to be here with this team at this moment. I'm here because this challenge is so important to be met at this moment, and I am just excited to be part of this mission. Cool. What do you want listeners to know about poverty and hunger and how the pandemic is exacerbating it? Because the food bank has been feeding people for decades, but I, to my understanding, it's harder than ever right now. Yeah, I mean, it is. Let's be clear that this COVID has been hurting our communities and um, our team is meeting the challenge. Our, our team of volunteers, of staff, of supporters. But let's also be really clear that that COVID is bringing forth what we already knew to be true, that there are inequities, that poverty, that racism, that these things combine to impact our communities in ways that are not equal. We're meeting that challenge, we're serving our community, and I'm so proud of the way in which our food bank is making sure that right now at this critical moment, we are delivering on our mission. Great. And can you tell me a bit about your backstory? Give me the one-minute biography. (laughs) Sure. Um, I come to the food bank from having worked at the YWCA, part of that mission for almost 20 years, first as a volunteer and then a CEO, most recently here at YWCA San Francisco Marin in Silicon Valley. The mission of the YWCA is to eliminate racism and empower women. Um, We were a part of the food bank network So really coming from a human service background and bringing that forward with our team in this mission at this moment, I'm just so grateful and humbled to be part of doing Mm -hmm. this work. And last time I wrote about the food bank, it was because it was very short on volunteers and was only able, I think, to fill about half of the slots that it had. And I wondered, um, I know you just started, but if you have any idea of how, how that's going. Thank you for asking that. Yes, it's true. January and February, we did see a slip, and that's normal. We put a call out. The community is responding. But the bottom line is, if you've got a few hours to give, we would love to have you as part of our volunteer mm-hmm. course. So join us. Mm-hmm. I know December's always busy because people think to volunteer around Thanksgiving and Christmas, um, and then it always slips again, right? That's right. We're particularly looking for folks through the weekday, for our pantry home drivers, Just if you've got an hour to spare, we'd love to have you as part of the team. So come on over. (laughs) Cool. Um, And how are you keeping volunteers safe while San Francisco remains in the purple tier and the virus variants are emerging? What kind of precautions do you take just in case listeners are a little doubtful about whether? Absolutely. Well, we take that extremely, extremely seriously. And we really want to make sure that folks know, number one, we're open. Number two, we are committed to keeping everybody safe. We have a health and safety officer. We have very stringent protocols. We have contact tracing. So we're doing the, we're doing it the right way to make sure that we're keeping folks safe. 
Um, mm -hmm. So we want to make sure that folks know that we are open, we are active, and that we are taking health and safety very, very seriously for our team and for our community. Yeah. I was there a couple weeks ago with my 10-year-old boy and just wanted to note everybody wears gloves. That's always true. Um, and then you have to wear a mask, social distancing. There was lots of hand sanitizer. And actually all the volunteering when we went was moved outside. So that was seemed very safe to me. That's right. That's outside. There's spacing. And there's uh, really, really great protocols that the team has put in place. Yeah. Um, and what are the most popular items from the food bank? <laughs> Well, since you have volunteered, you may know chicken <laughs> is very popular and that at the pop-up pantries, there's actually something called a chicken run. So that oh. when, yeah, well, when the chicken, it, folks are texting folks in line, they're letting folks know that it is chicken um, that is going to be on the menu at that particular pop-up. And then we make sure that if there's inventory surplus at one, that it gets brought to another so we make sure that nothing gets returned to the warehouse. Chicken is very popular, as is rice and uh, eggs. So we've got some mm. great quality product that people love receiving. And boy, it feels really good to know that we're making sure that the quality food is getting out to our community at this moment. Cool. Um, you also had good, good produce. So it's not like your stereotype of just a ton of canned food. Like whenever I've gone, there's fresh produce and fruit. And Absolutely. 60% of what we offer our community is fresh produce. It's quality product. Yeah. yeah. And how long will the um, extra shifts and extra things you're doing during the pandemic last, such as the pop-ups and other expanded service? Is that just kind of indefinite now or? Well, we know that, I mean, the pandemic is almost at its peak right now. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's tragic to see this raging on. We are committed to meeting the community where it's at to continue to respond as long as we're needed, and we're going to continue to reassess. But for right now, we are just continuing um, our heightened activity. You know, Heather, we're currently serving upwards of 55,000 households a week, and that's up from 32,000 before the pandemic. Um, we are committed to continuing to deliver on the need that our community has. We'll be right back after a short break. You can support Fifth and Mission and the newsroom that creates it by signing up for unlimited Chronicle access at sfchronicle.com slash pod. I know you just started, but what would you like to see happen and what are your priorities as executive director? So first of all, first, Heather, I really want to make sure that our team is taken care of. I mean, our team has worked so hard Every one of our team members shows up with such heart and such care to make sure that um, folks have dignity and support and quality food. And so number one, I want to make sure that our team is taken care of. Number two, we want to make sure that the community, and that includes folks like you who have volunteered with us and that our supporters know that we're going to continue to deliver on this mission, that we are absolutely focused like a laser beam in making sure that folks have quality food, that we are providing them with health with support, and with the resources that they need at this moment. So number one, supporting the team. Number two, it's making sure that the community knows that we are open, that we are safe, and that if you need help, please come find us. And if mm -hmm. you have help to give with a few hours of your time, please come on, be part of our team. Yeah. And have you looked at all about the demographics of people who are needing food more than they used to, or is it just sort of everybody is more in need across the board? You know, it's, it's a both and. You know, we've heard time and time again 
um, that it's their first time coming, that we want to make sure that folks know that it is okay to ask for help. But we also know that there are some very clear facts about how hunger is hitting our communities, that we know that disproportionately this is impacting our black, indigenous people of color. Mm -hmm. We know this to be true. And so we are absolutely clear in the way in which the COVID pandemic is disproportionately impacting our community. And as a food bank, we've got to make sure that we are centering our work on the communities where they need us, how they need us, and that we are committed to ensuring that we do exactly that. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, you've survived my serious questions, and now it's time for the lightning round. And I know you, you're in the South Bay, right? Yeah. Okay. So you can answer this Bay Area wide. It doesn't have to be specific to San Francisco. Sounds good. <laughs> Where is your favorite place in the Bay Area to get a burrito? Okay. Well, that's easy because it's San Francisco and it's Latakaria in the Mission. Okay. What's your order? What do you like in a burrito? Well, I'm, I'm a vegetarian. Um, okay. So just what's important to me is no rice in the burrito. <laughs> I know rice is a controversial burrito subject. What is your favorite movie filmed in San Francisco or the Bay Area? Oh my gosh. <laughs> the Last Black Man in San Francisco. Beautiful. That's a great one. Beautiful. Uh, where's your favorite place to get a stiff drink? <laughs> right now, my backyard. <laughs> What do you make? What's your drink of choice? I got a tiki cocktail book and perfected a Mai Tai in the pandemic. Oh, wow. Well, you're going to have to make me a Mai Tai one day. You got it. When we can see people. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What was your first concert? Oh, my gosh. I think it was Guns N' Roses. (laughs) Nice. What was the last book you read? Um, It was The Vanishing Half. Oh, I read that, too. That was really good. You read it for my book club. And I hear you're an avid gardener. Uh, wondered what your secret is because I seem to kill all plants. Well, you know, it this year it was um, a rabbit manure. That was a winner. <laughs> wow. That was not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> and, of course, water, sunshine, all that wonderful stuff. But, wow, the watermelons, the butternut squash, it was beautiful. What is your favorite food and least favorite food since you are in charge of the food bank? So cauliflower, any which way it's cooked, that is Mm -hmm. definitely the top. Um, A St. Honoré cake uh, on special, special occasions is just the best. Um, Least favorite food? Um, You know, I have a son who likes to cook and he just throws all the spices at everything and is confused (laughs) about the flavor profile. So I'm going to go with um, confusingly spiced food. (laughs) Hopefully he does not listen to this podcast. (laughs) Um, what's something you're looking forward to about the pandemic ending something you're not allowed to do now that you really miss um being together in the same room with my team eating around the table and talking Mm -hmm. about what brings us joy okay and last question what is something you always make sure to squeeze into your busy day you know it's listening to the news Oh, wow. Yeah. I guess you can't avoid that right now. (laughs) Yeah. No, Heather, I have no fun answer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's not a lot of fun happening right now, so that's okay. (laughs) But congratulations again, and thanks for joining me. Thank you so much. Thank you to Tannis Crosby for joining me today, to Karen Creighton for producing this episode, and to you for listening.